Hey everyone, welcome back to SuckPod, your home for the beautiful game called Soccer. We're going to begin right now, but please don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at SuckPod. Musala. We need to start respecting Salah, bro. Jesus. Narago was majestic. That I boy think, is I think that game would have been perfect if the referee was just good. It was terrible. I won't say it was. I won't say Here's the thing. The red card, though. I didn't feel like... I, I think Muna went and got away with one. But I don't think he would have given his cause. Look at the game, man. You won't want to be the. Mm-hmm. You won't want to be but the top of the discussion. Matter. Do you understand what I'm saying? Look out foul, bro. People do it, bro. Refs do it all the time in big games. They do it all the time in big games. They will, they will give you one when they're, they're supposed to give you a second yellow. They'll give you one extra grace period. So and then if you now make another tackle again, then they have no option. Do you understand what I'm saying? But they do it every time. But he missed. Do it bro, time. did you see the arm? The clear arm ball from Mane too. I didn't see that one. Like right after the red card, when um the Manchester was trying to pass out of the bag and the ball hit his hand, he didn't mm-hmm. pull it back. It was just missing calls, and there are some calls that I was breaking. I'm like, nah, that's not a call. Let but Liverpool should have left you have punished you before, man. That for being a chance, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You could I think also it was, say Manchester should it was have punished that first half. That first half, mm-hmm. yeah, but you know what's funny with that first with that first half? Liverpool came out like gong ho, man. Manchester were sitting there in a low block, twenty eight minutes or more. They just flip after that Bernardo dribble flip the switch, bro. Bro, Bernardo is my player of the season. That to so be Pepe then, someone that was about to transfer himself out of the city. They were literally playing him out of PTL. <laughs> <laughs> to, but get I did. to get him a team. Yeah, I know, but like PT. I'm playing right now. So there's no way Pep is gonna sell that guy. I mean Bro, he's playing out of his mind. Apart he has become he has become a box to box midfielder. Now. Apart from his work rate, which I've always loved, I've always said he's like our best pressing midfielder. Like if that guy loses, boys already chasing. He's chasing. So, but you know what's funny? You know what annoys his me? composure on the ball. You know, you know what annoys me? You know what annoys me? Um, Bernardo is not half of the player Pogba is. If you look at if you look at players, do you understand what I'm saying? On paper, in terms of abilities, do you understand what I'm saying? Left foot, left left foot, right foot, long pass, short pass, everything. But Bernardo's work rate makes him more. a more impactful player than Pogba. That work rate from Bernardo is mad. Bro, Bernardo plays box to box better than Pogba. It's mad. It's mad bro, to Bernardo me. Is how, mad. Tiny, is how tiny mad. he is. Mad and G. Bro. But talk and also argue the retention of the ball. Because the way I've been seeing Bernardo retain ball recently is amazing me, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. You gotta be playing one, man. I don't like way, I don't like my old ball. He's well. just giving me, he's giving me reminiscence of David Silva when on the ball. I've been able to retain the ball in, in tight spaces and just dribble your way out. Bro, to be honest, both defenses, both defenses, man. Wait, guy. I'm trying to understand. I know you signed this guy for 100 million, but please, Stanley should be starting, going, a, bro, should be starting ahead of Grealish. That's bro. literally where I'm going. Bro, that's Grealish, go just the dress ball, dress ball. See, yeah, yes, I think Grealish is bench, bro. bro yes, Grealish, you give him the ball on the left. You dress it to his right, dress it to his right, dress it to his right. Go on the outside with his right. That's it. That's See, the, move. the crazy that's part it. is, before Man City bought him, I've always said he's overrated. But then Man City bought him and I had no time, time, no time but to fuck for his life. But now I'm beginning to go back to that way, like this money, my no, I, I, I wanted us to sign him, but obviously, when I saw 100 million, I'm like, hell no, bro. But if you had signed him, this guy is going on the left. We we'll have to put him as an eight. Do you understand know what I'm saying? Him and Bruno will play eight. 
because if Pogba was if Pogba had gone, right? Because there's no way he's playing left. That boy is not a better left winger than, than Rashford. This guy said he the best. AY said he the best. If Grealish doesn't have the ball on his leg, he's useless. He's useless Bro, he awful. doesn't know. He's, he's just there lost. Like, he doesn't know where to stand. He doesn't know where to run. It's off the ball movement. It's poor. He just wants to come and be asking for a ball. That's all he knows. Just come and ask for a ball. It's off the ball movement. It's poor, man. Nah, but they say Pep, the, the improved player. Maybe they say improve him, bro. We should package him. <laughs> we should package Bro, if Pep is smart, we should package him. 100 million. Put him give, on John. I'll give a line. Go for uh, Kane. For Kane. Because <laughs> if you think I'm Kane too, like Tottenham is seeing right now that them not selling Kane is a big mistake. Big mistake. It's a big mistake because Son has taken absolute control over that. Bro, team. that they don't even be in anymore. That's it. That's team, bro. Because next season now, team. next season now, Kane's value would have dropped from one twenty to eighty million. I don't think Man City should be paying anything more than eighty million for Harry Kane next year. That's Apart from like he's not scoring goals, the way he's playing, he, he, he I don't think he he, he play. He can he, he can sort of tell he doesn't want to be there. Of course, yeah. but but you know what? I think play as good as he used to before. If he was put by doing this kind of thing, right after wanting a transfer, don't let us rest, though. Mm-hmm. Like you said, my United is the talk of the town. I mean, I know we are the talk of the town, but it's just crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, you guys claim to be the biggest club in England. Not claim. We are the biggest club in England. Yeah. Yeah, no, no club. jokes. Like no jokes. No, it's not just fact. But it doesn't mean anything. We are fucked, yeah. October yeah, and November, we are fucked. Oh, for sure. October and November, October and November will determine. Game over. Future. October and November will determine Ole's future. Because if you look at Ole, I've always said Ole is not the smartest um, manager out there. Like smartest. there are seven, there are seven, there are seven managers. Job, there are seven managers in the EPO that I can easily say are better than him on paper. Seven managers. But, no. but how many managers do I think will win or do better with our current squad? I think four. And the only reason I'm saying, even though those managers are better, I don't think, I think only four would do better with our current squad. It's because of the pressure of Man United. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, the pressure is different. When pressure, like, Graham Potter is the best. Is, you can argue Graham Potter and Ole are probably around the same. This year. Graham Potter is probably a better manager. But, guy, Graham Potter cannot survive the pressure of being a money manager. But what was he, he no fit in? What was he even thinking in that game? Bro, that, I guess. <laughs> is it the lineup? Where do you want me to start? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want me to start? Is it the lineup or the was Okay, he was trying to form you guys have squad depth or what? That's what he was trying to do. And he was also, I think, he was trying to do squad depth, but I also think the media is getting into his head in terms of control. Because there's a lot of, oh, Ronaldo is the, Ronaldo is, um, you know, only cannot be scared to, cannot be scared to sub Ronaldo. Only cannot be scared to discipline Ronaldo when it's needed. Um, Ole cannot be allowing Ronaldo be coaching on the sideline. All those little things. I feel like he's trying to exert control. And also, he was trying to do, okay, Ronaldo is 36. Um, you know, he's old. He played 19 minutes on... He's, he's going to be, it was going to be his third 19-minute game in eight days, right? Which makes sense for a 36-year-old. But, bro, it's we are playing a depl- we are, it's Ronaldo 1. 2, we are playing a depleted Everton team. So, mm-hmm. your mindset going through that game should be, by 75th minute, you should be at least... Two, you should have a two-goal two cushion. Mm-hmm. Then you can take off Ronaldo. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He's playing fucking. He's going to. He's going to Portugal to go and play Qatar and Luxembourg, bro. You go there and bang in another three, four goals without without jogging more than five kilometers. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. That, that is lineup. Uh, first of all, for Everton, I was just like, what? But but you know what I'm saying. The lineup was bad, yeah. But this, see, even on paper, that lineup should still be beating Everton. Uh. Everton. 
nothing did not have Dominique Avetlou in. They did not have Richarlison. They did not have Iwobi. Hi. Wait, since when did we start considering Iwobi as one of the good players in Everton? In um Benitez's system, yes. In Benitez's system, is he man Townsend? Townsend brings the attack in this team. Iwobi brings the balance. On that right side. Yo, the thing that bust my head about Townsend celebration. I don't know if you guys saw one meme. <laughs> so okay, what, he tried to do that, but what you got? <laughs> but in all honesty, I thought it was, I thought it was, it was being like you know shit out or whatever. But then mm-hmm. after the game, I saw him like walk towards Ronaldo to go and yeah. like talk to Ronaldo. Was like, nah, nah, uh, you know, I see he, he, he was vexed. for Ronaldo's jersey too. Now. Yeah, well, yeah, Ronaldo was like, nah, nah, in the two, we all got it later. It was not like it was not shit out man. It was just respect to the goat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let, let's talk. Let's talk about um, um, Man City. That was like the highlight of. You know the weekend and all. First of all, let's t- let's start with Salah's goal. I feel like I've seen that goal somewhere before. You can say that four different times. <laughs> I've seen that goal four different times somewhere before. <laughs> like it, it, it scored something similar to uh, Tottenham, right? Tottenham, like, Chelsea, Napoli, bro. Geez. That boy, man. I'm saying, listen, he's a Liverpool player. I know. And excuse me, I'm not a Man United fan for the next one minute of what I'm about to say. Mo Salah is one of the most underrated players I've ever graced the Premier League. What he's doing, man, this man's putting up numbers. Bro, this guy has scored 20-plus goals in three out of his four seasons. The one season he didn't make, he scored 19 Premier League goals as an inside forward, bro. Bro, it's, it's a, we, I think we appreciate him when it's all said and done. In my opinion, I think he's already like second, maybe f- if not first, greatest African player to grace the Premier League. But mm, I think I think mm, one more I think one mm, more league I think one more mm, Premier League. Did they drug bar? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Mm, I'll put I'll put DD at number one at the moment. But I think one more Premier League and I have to put Mo Salah at number one. I'm sorry. As number one, Mo, one on. more Premier League and I'm putting Mo Salah as number one. Come on, nah. Bro, bro, I nah, know that, DJ that, was that, a legend. Nah. Bro, I know DJ was a legend. But here's the thing with DJ. Why did we like DJ? It wasn't really because of his goals. Because let's be honest, Mo Salah is about to pass DJ's amount of goals already. With less seasons played, but like, bro, DDA was like clutch, right? In the final, FA Cup, all those things, right? Every time in the mm-hmm. final, you need a DDA to score. But Mosala does the same. Mosala is putting up striker numbers as an inside forward. Mosala has been consistent. Remember when he came to Liverpool, they said, Oh, one season wonder. Bro, he's been putting ah, up I was numbers. actually one of those people who thought it was your one oh, season. Oh, I, di- I, I didn't. You know why? I was always bro, shouting that. He's, he flipped in um, AS Roma. That was when the flip happened. I don't know what happened. Like between Chelsea and AS Roma, that flip, that switch just was crazy. When he came to Liverpool, I knew it was going to be dangerous, but obviously I didn't think it was going to be this dangerous, man. Like, to be honest, more solid, man. Rivalry aside, respect. respect. Well, wait, nah, I, I, again, like, best African player, I don't know. Really. I don't know. That okay, one. okay, I, I think he's at number two. I think he's at number two right now. Would you think he's better than him at number two? Okay. This is where I'm DJ at number one, Salah so, two. I think I had to raise number two. Uh, yeah, yeah, why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Yeah, I had to raise the one midfield I've ever seen to ever have the best statistical. Oh, mm-mm, too much. <laughs> to have... Man was about to gas him so much, he was making blunders. <laughs> to ever have the best start year ever for a CM. This guy had 20 goals and I think 19 assists. He completed over 95% of his passing that year. And guess what? He didn't play single penalties. Not to mention some of yeah, yeah, was clutch. Because I remember there were moments when Man City needed goal. And there's one guy I remember from Yayatri that he picked up the ball from defense. And you know the way Yayatri plays tall, like he can barely run. 
I know. I like. I like the Yaya man. I like the Yaya man. Give me what you had to do for Man City. Like you said, Salah one more season. I need to see Salah one more season, and I'll say he's number two. I don't think he's ever going to top. Drugba, you said it yourself. You don't think I so? don't think so either. I don't think come, so. Come, I come love on. bro. I love you... DD. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I love DD and I love Yaya. Like, forget rivalry. I love Yaya as a, as a city player. You fucking love like Yaya. But <sighs> Salam, man. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Man. See, DD yes. Jogba. One thing we will never forget is that celebration. The way it just that. <laughs> come on. Come... Nah, I, I think I think the nostalgia of DD. His was hitting us. We're appreciating DDA more now that he's done. And I think I, I tweeted this. I'm like, I think we're gonna appreciate Salah more when it's all said and done. Because here's the thing. Remember Suarez's reign at Liverpool? Well, oh, I literally God. like I literally went like back then I was like, Suarez is dangerous, you know. I think in my opinion, I had him especially when he went to Barcelona with um, MSN. I think in my opinion, he was the best out and out striker at that moment in his career. But the madness he did, you know, going back to it, you know, the nostalgia, I was like, this guy actually was a menace to the Premier League. And I think when Salah is done, we're going to look back. If he wins at least one or two more Premier Leagues, then we're going to be like, listen. Because let's be honest, he has a Champions League already. And he has a Premier League already. <laughs> he has a Premier League already. He has a Champions League already. Give me two more Premier Leagues. One more at least. And listen, man. I don't know, man. I don't want to gas Liverpool gas too much, but Salah, man. <laughs> what a play. What a play. Yeah, I'll, I'll still I'll still say Chelsea, like for sure. Like I mean, I said um, DJ Drogba in Chelsea. Like this man left Chelsea, went to the Turkish League, won the um, final for the Turkish Cup, came back to Chelsea, won the Premier League that same season. Like come on, man. I, I mean, got... but his second his second his second stint it wasn't like a. I mean, his second stint it was a it was a vital part in the sense that um, Mourinho needed you know experienced people he had worked with. He needed winners. He needed, you know, it wasn't really. He didn't really bring him back for his goals, but you know, he still made contributions that season. Yeah, um, and but but yeah. just the fact that he came back and Chelsea then won it again. Yeah, like, he was the. Yeah, like, come on. You, you know what? There are a lot of players you you actually you actually devaluing by saying that because there's one player people actually underrate a lot, but what that man did for his club was that. Huh? It's none other than my former captain, John Mikel Obi. <laughs> I mean, Obi, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Mikel, Mikel, Mikel is not up there in the top three of African players that have mm. graced the Premier League. But in terms of being underrated, Obi was... He's a... I swear, in all honesty, Obi, Mikel walks into this current United squad. For the job he did. For the job he did at his prime at Chelsea, he walks into this United squad. He will fit perfectly in this United squad as a DM. I take Mikel over, over Fred. Easy. Anytime, any day. Put Mikel, put Mikel, put Mikel as a freaking DM and let Pogba and Fernandez go around the eight, bro. It'd be spectacular. Bro, Mikel was underrated, man. Like underrated for what he did. He shielded his defense totally. What he did in the Champions League run in 2012 was immense. Um, people usually, you know, made fun of him for his non-goal scoring abilities, but he did his job, man. He knew his job and he did his job. Mikel was was was. was, 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 was Top um African players to brace Premier League. I would have gone with JJ Okocha. You have mentioned Miguel Obi. Ah, Okocha, no, Okocha no, was more fantasy, no. man. I wouldn't say no. in terms of in terms of overall career, he was a better player, yeah. But like in terms of like impact in the Premier League, yeah. I mean, you, I love the food. I like Okocha, man. One of the greatest, but yeah. Before on. you even mention Okocha as one of the African players to grace the Premier League, you have to mention Papillo. 
Exactly. I think. Kano, I think one day you go make me proud. <laughs> you have to. I think Kano. I think Kano had a better Premier League career than. than yeah, Kano Kano had a way uh, better career. Yeah, way better Premier League career. Come on, from Arsenal to Portsmouth. Remember when it was he was literally carrying Portsmouth? Like, come on. See, Papi Loma. Jejo Kucha just came to the Premier League and showed all of them how to dribble. That was exactly what he did. <laughs> he, <laughs> Jejo Kucha came there to drop um, compilations. You took Je, Jejo Kucha was Neymar before Neymar existed. <laughs> nah, man. He, yeah, I, just, I, just I, I legit believe Jejo Kucha really plays soccer just to show he can dribble. I That's all he did. He plays soccer to like, actually score goals. He's not sure he could do skills. The most unserious player ever, man. Yeah, but but yeah. speaking of speaking of the whole solid thing, man, what about, about that game? Like, in all honesty, I'm a United fan, but I tell you, that fixture, Man City-Liverpool, has been the best fixture in the league for the last four years. It's it's always a fun game, man. It's always a fun mm-hmm. game, fun matchup, man. I think I think, I think think we've spoken about this offer. I think Liverpool had a good, had a bad first half, and City, I mean, the second half was just electric. Second half was electric, man. Yeah. And that was, that was actually why we spoke about Salah. It was that second goal. Jesus Christ. Majestic. What a goal. <laughs> No, that was that was amazing. That was Dami. What do you think about that game? Uh to be honest, a few things I think about that game. Just like we said, we did have a conversation off there, and I think my biggest takeaway from that game, for me, particularly, was the ref- referee calls. I think the referee missed a lot of calls. I understand like this is a game you let them play, but then it's like, oh yeah, let them play, but like then there are some calls he makes, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, that's that's not needed. Just let the game flow. Like if you're not going to make any calls, then don't make any calls. But then you make some calls. It was just inconsistent with his calls. But that that goal, that goal from Salah, because <laughs> I, I, I keep thinking about it. Because me myself, I, I like to think I, I can play defense, and I think like Laporte defended Salah the best way you could have in that position. Salah uh, took the ball. I I'm could, I could, wait. Hmm. Salah took the ball on his left foot. The one thing you want to do is just be ready to block any shots. It's Salah we're talking about. Is in the box team. The boy's on his left foot. You know he's about to finish that thing. And that's what Laporte did. Laporte covered the left foot immediately. And guess what Salah did? He sent him. He sent, he sent him. <laughs> sent him back to Spain. Sent him back, no, he sent him back to France. What did he say? He sent him back to France. And he showed that thing oh, with his right leg. Which is what which is why I said Laporte did the best he could have done in that position. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing more anyone could have done in that position except if you have Van Dyke. That's when I could expect more from you. Yeah. But, but that game, that game was... Um, and I think another thing I took away from that game is... Actually, two things. One, one also, we also spoke out of the air. Is high time we start benching Jack Grealish. Please. Please. <laughs> please. I beg. Let's tell him play. Because Jack Grealish is just absolutely useless when the boy is not on his feet. It literally, it's, it's like the only thing Jack Grealish knows how to do is just to call for ball. Just like, give me the ball, give me the ball. And you give him the ball, what do you do? Take three steps inside, just to cut back outside. <laughs> Bro, that's literally, that's man. That's what he does. Gets the ball, like, gets no. the ball, caresses it with his right foot inwards three times, goes on the outside. No, it's literally, Bro, it doesn't I, do anything more than that. No, I, I think, that. I think, I think, I totally agree with you. I think you should be benched. But the thing is, I don't think Pep wants to bench 100 million uh, pound play, but I think he's gonna bench by the end of the day if it's it not, should. if it they're winning, if they're winning without Grealish, I think he's gonna bench by the end of the day. But the problem with Grealish, I wanted Grealish at United, but I thought 100 million was too much. When I 100, 100 million, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Because I don't, obviously, I, no one on earth thinks it was a 100 million dollar uh, pound play except Man City and Aston Villa, obviously. But nobody. But the thing with Grealish is, if you have come to United, I think it would have fit perfectly if we could have gotten a proper DM and maybe play an eight as an eight with um, 
Bruno, but I don't think he could have played on the left wing because uh, Grealish is a good player, but like you said, his off the ball movement is appalling. I think he needs his off the ball movement needs a lot of help. He needs a lot of help. Well, I, I mean, I, look, there's there's one thing I want to talk about real quick. But um, I did finish your statement because I know you were about to say something again. I, I was gonna say like the way City play, yeah, the way they you know play with when they when they're attacking, they have pretty much three people at the back, and you know. The, the forwards stay wide, like you see the way Marius plays. So when they switch, when they overload Borsla and they switch play, the wide man always has like, you know, pretty much a lot of space to, you know, either shoot or do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Grealish needs to learn that. He doesn't do that enough on the left side. Like he's like, I don't understand. I think, again, let's be honest though. He's just starting a few games in. Let's not criticize him. Let's see how it goes. Still too early to call. I mean, even Sancho that we signed hasn't blended in yet. But I mean, Sancho is different because he came outside of the league, but. Still too early, but yeah, I think Sterling needs to play, man. He can't keep benches Sterling, but I think Grealish is just uh, getting used to playing in a team that knows how to win something. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Anyway. Something Barca isn't used to anymore. Mm. Uh, you can't. That was a low. That was a low blow, man. Because we're used to it. That was no, a low. You're blow. Not. We're that going, low going through something Bar- we're not used to. Ba- Barca probably forgot but what again, it means to win. To something that you are used to. See, damn it, damn it, damn it. So, Dami, Dami, you know, brought that up. Let's just leave it. Let's let it go. <laughs> I know Tunde is suffering, so I don't want to do that. Let's just keep going. And also, my team's not even the best way, so I can't really, really make fun of him like that this week. So, anyway, <laughs> you know, I was, I was watching, uh, I was watching some people talk, and uh, they were just talking about the this back to the Salah goal. They were like, if this was Messi or Ronaldo that scored this goal, you know, everyone would be saying, uh, this is exactly why they're the best player. Now. Do you is there a reason why people don't say Salah is like you know one of the best players in the world right now? I think I think there's been seasons where even when he was playing, even when you know, I mean, there was a point where we had it was like Ronaldo, Messi, Lewandowski, Salah, um, not Salah, Mane, and Neymar. Like Mane was literally even being put ahead of Salah in terms of like you know, play best player in the world considerations. Mm-hmm. I think one thing about Salah is I don't know why he's just underrated, but I think another thing is he doesn't have the PR that these players have. Like, you look at Ronaldo. We all know Ronaldo is a social marketing genius. I mean, in terms of sports in general. Every, any sport, he's the biggest marketer out there. Messi has a good marketing team. I think Salah just doesn't care about the whole marketing shit. And, and I don't... Even Manny doesn't care about it, right? But Manny got the, you know, Manny got the accolades and got the, you know, stuff when he was playing well, like, two, three seasons ago. But I don't know what it is about Salah, man. I think, I think it's just underrated. I don't know. I can't explain it. But that boy is a genius. He's, he's magical, man. I hate that I'm literally salivating <laughs> over a Liverpool player. Man. I hate this, man. Yo, Rashford, come back and give me something to want to, you know, be happy about, man. Uh, are you about to hell. compare Rashford to Salah? No, no, no. I'm just saying I need a money player to actually, you know, give oh, me okay. wet marks. Oh, okay. Come on, now, come on. I'm not that. I'm not yeah, that. I come just, on, I man. Just to clarify no, 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 no. I can't do that. Come on. Right. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. That would be blasphemy. I think you have to drop that kind of money for Salah for one reason. I know he's 29, but if you give Salah a four-year contract, he can play almost at this level to 33 because, let's yeah. be honest, he's an inside forward, one. Two, when he gets older, you could literally just put him as that false nine that Firmino plays, which, in all honesty, that's kind of his average position when you know, we look at the heat map, right? Mm. You could just put him as, an, as the, as the quote-unquote striker because we know Liverpool doesn't actually play with an actual striker. And trust me, that gives him less work rate defensively, right? But he's still going to be as efficient because players get wiser. Like, look at, I mean, nobody, no, not everyone's Ronaldo and Messi, obviously, you know that. But, like, 
look at how players have gotten wiser with age in order to, you know, conserve the energy, when to make, you know, short sprints in order to, you know, get the ball from the, from the midfielders, from the wingers, that kind of stuff. I think Charlotte's a smart player that will still be at the top for another three, four years. So, give him the contract, man. Well, uh, I hear you on that. And uh, just going back to the Messi and Ronaldo thing, the, the reason why I think Salah is not, you know, getting the, oh, um, he's the best player in the world is just because he didn't start the same way uh, Messi and Ronaldo did. Uh, mm. Messi, for instance, like Messi started in Barca and this man started shining from the first season. Ronaldo, similar situation also. But Salah was at Chelsea, didn't really do well. Then he mm. went away to Rome. He didn't really do well again, but now he's shining in Liverpool. So, I think it just has to do with like, and that, that's another reason why I think Haaland and Mbappe are being wrong about now. With Salah, he just didn't have that, you know, that spark at the beginning, but now he has it. That's, I think that's why most people are just like, eh, okay, cool. Like, that's true. good this season, maybe not good next season at all. Yeah, he's only given us actual world class five years. Exactly. Whereas, whereas Ronaldo and Messi and these guys have been giving us for what, almost 20 years now. 10, 15. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. A- anyway, so uh, let's talk about another thing. I'm um, going on to managers, but I feel like we never talk about the managers in EPL. Um, and a lot of the way games are played um, strongly depends on how the manager, you know, sets up his formation and all. If you were to say that a club is rid of a manager right now, looking at the way the season is going, who would you pick? Uh, Dan? Um, well... I know who the obvious answer would be, but <laughs> but, but I won't go there. You know what who's I'm the obvious? Going? Who's the obvious answer? Uh, is it not that fraud they call Ole? <laughs> <laughs> but I think right right boom season end today. First one you got to fire. First gonna fire that Roman Coman or whatever he calls his name. That Bro, Barcelona. We're not talking about, about EPL. EPL. If he doesn't matter, this, man is, that this man is just trying to make two days feel worse. That man, come on, tell me why that man is still manager. He needs to be fired. EPL, EPL, EPL. Well, Let's leave him there. EPL. He's doing a terrific job at Barca. He's doing what we want him to do. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing a terrific job. In, <laughs> in EPL, the truth about it is, right from day one, I've never returned Ole. All these Ole people manager, I've always said, to be a manager, you have to know how to manage a game live and direct when it's happening. And Ole lacks that. It doesn't know how to manage a game. It doesn't. I don't think I've ever seen Ole change a system when it's not working during the game. It's uh, like he has. He has. Does he do it? Does he do it as often as he should? No. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. And again, it's like when you're meant to bring on some type of players to be. Ole should even be a manager. I think Ole is the type of manager that needs to be an assistant coach. Just be giving suggestions wow. to who in all honesty, manager. In all honesty, that's not that's not the first time I've heard it. And as outrageous as it is, I don't disagree with it. But damn it, sorry for interrupting. It's it's the truth, yeah. Because I think uh, as a manager, you have to be not you have to have a good, especially decision making skills. Look at the great managers we've seen. Morio, as much as people like to blaspheme Morio for what it is, I think Morio is one of the greatest managers of all time when it comes to managing games. That guy knows what to do to win. Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing Thomas Tuchel too. See the way he manages in-game tactics. Then we have we have the regulars of nowadays. We have Pep and Klopp. Who does do they do that right nowadays? Ole was meant to be the next Zidane when it comes to managing a team. But hmm. but Ole just looking like the warm up, like the fake version of Zidane. Because Zidane <laughs> is the best. Zidane is in the best at game management too. But what Zidane does properly is actually actually manage each players on his team. 
and he's set up too. Zidane can set up a team for for a particular game. He's set up for a game. Yeah, for, like for he, he sees his yeah. team is losing. He knows who to bring in. Like, okay, you, I need you right now. Zidane knows how to do all these things. But Ole, I don't know why he has an obsession with Fred. I don't know if he owns Fred money, <laughs> or I don't know if he lost a bet to Fred, or I don't know if maybe Fred is his uh, son-in-law. I don't know, but it seems like he and Fred, they they have this connection that can't be taken apart. Because every time Fred, you lose, Fred, you win, Fred, <laughs> red card, Fred. Yes, we know enough. I, you know what? It's even stay. I don't know why I'm shouting. The more my United do bad, the, the better for me. I just feel like me, I'll be a better. I'll do a better job. Than Oli, but I'm gonna rest my case. No, I totally agree with you. And and before I do you answer, like yeah. what is with clubs right now and making their club legends managers? I, uh, can I can I answer that? Because it, it ties into what I want to talk about in terms yeah, yeah. of Ole. Yeah, you can go. So although let me just say for before we go, I think the two managers that probably should be sacked are Daniel Farke for Norwich and Steve Bruce. Daniel Farke, because let's be honest, Norwich is just gonna go back to the championship, come up back to the Premier League. Go back to the championship. That's what they do with Daniel Farke. And they never sack him. I that's what they never... And they never sack him. I don't know why. But hey, I guess that's... You know, at least they're consistent or something. With Steve Bruce. I like Steve Bruce. I think I think, I think Newcastle plays well. But with the relationship, he doesn't have a good relationship with the fans. The fans want him out because he kind of covers for um, Mike Ashley, who is a really bad owner. And he's lost the fans for the last five years. But I think something has to give. Either Mike Ashley gives, which we know he probably wants because he's a stubborn-ass owner. Or... Steve Bruce does. I mean, they've still not won a game this season. So if he continues, I think Steve Bruce might go. But regarding Ole, now, where do I start? <clears throat> as a Manchester United, do I, do I go as a Man United play, fan or do I go as a neutral? If I was a neutral, I'll tell you, Ole should be fired depending on, depending on his, um, what's it called? The way he, on the upcoming fixtures. So our upcoming fixtures in October and November is Leicester City, Atalanta, Liverpool, Tottenham, Atalanta, Man City, Watford, Villarreal, Chelsea, Arsenal. Wait, sir, before you go on, you want your managers to be fired based on your upcoming no, no, no. fixtures. I'm saying, no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying as a neutral. Yes. This is not my, this is not a Manchester United fan talking. I'm saying as a neutral. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. these fixtures I just listed, right? By the end of these fixtures, right? By November 30th, depending on where we are, if I was a neutral... And we're not doing great. That's a make up. It's a make or break. It's a make or break run of fixtures for Ole, if you ask me as a neutral. If I was in the Manchester United fan. Because you have to realize we are currently fourth in the Premier League. And although we are level on points with City, everybody, City, Liverpool, and Chelsea, who are ahead of us, right? They've literally played each other. Chelsea has played Tottenham, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City. Man City has played um, Tottenham, Liverpool, Chelsea. Liverpool has played, che- you know what I mean? We've only yeah. played as we're losing to Aston Villa, West Ham, and Everton, mate. We've not had a run, a tough run, fix, run, um, you know, fixtures, and that's what's coming up right now. So imagine if we play these games and we end up being like eight, or we fall down to eight or seven. If I'm a neutral, I look at that and I'll say, listen, man, it only makes sense for them to fire Ole. Now, as a Manchester United fan, although I think you know that run of fixtures we actually make a huge difference in our season. And we have something, those exact one of fixtures again around April, March. I don't know why they did it like that. It was like easy fixtures, hard fixtures, easy fixtures, hard fixtures. But whatever. Um, I wouldn't say that she fired Ole. Because, first of all, as much as I don't think he's doing as good as he should, um, I'm not of the, it's not, it's not the way we are as, as Manchester United, you know, as a club. 
Chelsea have a system where if the manager is not performing, they fire the manager. They bring in. It's a it's a working system. It works for them. They've been winning for the last decade since um, Abramovich took over over like fifteen years, right? But it's yeah. not the way. It's not my United culture. It's not what we are. We believe in longevity. You know, sticking with the manager, backing the manager. So as a Man United fan, yeah, I want to back the manager. But regarding you saying why the club legends bring in, why the club bringing club legends to come manage, I think this is what Oli has done well, and that's why Dami was like he could probably even stay as an assistant manager because. Oli has transformed the club's culture back to what it was before Fergie or like around Fergie time. The, the academy is back to what it was. The structure of the club. We now have a technical director bringing in Marta, bringing in Fletcher. Um, you know, the setup of the club, of the club in terms of transfers. Our transfer has gotten better. We're not spending 50 million on a shitty player like Fred anymore. Um, you know, you look at the scouts, scouting, everything. So as an inside, like as someone that has a little bit of inside knowledge as, you know, into United as a club, he's transformed the club structure. But guess what? And he has good man management. He can manage. He has good man management. The players like him. But guess what? As a manager, like Dami said, your job is to coach. Like that. Like all the, all of those other things are cool. They're good, right? But your main job is the X and O's of the team, and that is the one negative that you can point to only. The rest of them, I've just listed a, a list of long positives. But the one negative he has is the most important part of his job, which is actual coaching, which is X and O's, substitutions. You know, first 11. So to answer your question, I think the reason clubs are doing that, bringing back legends, because they can bring back the culture of what the team used to be. Do you understand what I mean? So, yeah. but with Ole, man, um, like, where do I even start? Like, look at, the, look at the game against Everton. Like, those, that kind of thing, you know, the lineup, first of all, people are going to talk about the lineup, you know, bring, taking out Ronaldo and stuff. But at the end of the day, the first 11 he started, should be beating Everton. Everton didn't have covered Lewin, they didn't have Richarlison. Um, like, you know, the starting eleven, what he did with Ronaldo, I didn't like that. Um, I thought, you know, Ronaldo, five goals in five games. You keep him on after scoring the 98-minute winner. Maybe with, you know, two goals ahead by the 75th minute, you take him off because, you know, that'll be his third game in eight days, which, and he's 36, even though he still looks like 28, whatever, but he's still 36 at the end of the day. But you, you, these are the kind of decisions you make and you have to stick with them, but you have to hope he works and it didn't work for him. And it didn't work for him because of one player, Fred. And Dami said it, I don't know what his obsession with Fred. Like, look at Fred. Bro, bro, look at As a DM, as a DM, yeah? Fred is that kind of player that, you know, that one person that doesn't do anything, but he's always making noise, making so much noise about things, right? And then when you find out, you're like, okay, what has he done? You find out he's not done anything. That's Fred. When he plays, you see him running around, you think, oh, this guy's covering every blade of grass, but he's losing 50-50s. He can't pass five-year pass. He can't park, he can't mark a parked car. He can't defend. He gets dribbled easily. He can't pass long passes. If he makes a good long pass one time, you make five wrong passes the next time. And for that, Demario Gray goal. Demario Gray won, the, won that game. It was man of the match, I mean. Because you can't lose that tackle. Even if, you, if, it's, if it has to do with bringing him down, you can't get bullied there. Bring him down, do something. Look at Ronaldo when he's after that goal. He was like, bro, 50-50. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> man, at the end of the day, anyway, with Ole, I think, I think this next two months, if the, if the bad run of form continues... The fans are going to turn, man. The fans love him for the things I've listed that he's done, the culture, everything he's done. But a lot of fans are like, listen, man, we want him between our, we, we know, with our club setup, assistant manager, general director, whatever, something, because he brings the culture. But as far as X and O's, a lot of my United fans are doubting him, man. And although it's our culture to stick with the manager, I think my United fans are going to turn because you spent a lot of money. You brought in world-class players like Ronaldo. I know we don't have a DM. But you should still be doing better than what we're doing right now. Like, I don't think, I think only three managers, only one manager can win the Premier League with Ole, 
with the, with the current squad we have, I think that's Jurgen Klopp because he always wins with less. I think only four managers would do better than Ole at United out of, out of the Premier League couple of managers. I think Brendan Rodgers, Jurgen Klopp, Tuchel, and Klopp. I think there are multiple managers that are better than Ole. Wait, wait, wait. Same Pep won't win. No. He's actually blasphemy. No. I let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why Pep doesn't. Let me tell you why Pep doesn't win with this current squad. What's the most? Who's the most important player in Pep's, in in Pep's, in a Pep team? If you ask me, I say Rodri. Exactly. The DM position. <laughs> we don't have a DM. <laughs> no, no. I know. I know. But that's what. I that's what I'm like... saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. With the way Pep has played, Bayern, Barca, Man City, the most important player in a Pep system is DM. And we don't have. A, Pep cannot transform Fred into a world class DM. It's not oh, going to happen. Definitely not. Exactly. Definitely it's not, not. going to happen. But so, what Pep would do? What Pep would do? Is find a player. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm saying with this current squad. squad. I'm saying with this current squad. Yeah, it's your squad. I'm saying with other players. Yeah, I'm saying with this current squad. Pep can change Maguire and develop him into a DM. That's what bro, Pep Maguire, Maguire ain't changing into I'm a DM. Just <laughs> when I when I Pep played with a slow ass DM, bro, I don't get what I'm saying. Bro, I will kiss Maguire on my knees, bro. Stop it. Pep is one who changed. Pep didn't have a DM at first in Bayern. Where? In Bayern. He's the one who transformed Kimmich into a DM. Yeah, but, but here's That's the thing. Kimmich, but, but Kimmich has the talent. Kimmich is like Lam. He's a German. He's a but German Kimmich, thing. Kimmich was always a right back. My yeah, was, but he, ha- he had the talent. Bro, there's nobody in this current United squad that can be as world class. You know to you. Tra- Did we all know John? Wouldn't again, you can say But no? again, again, let's be honest. Let's be honest, though. He had Martinez. So let's not say he was, he was but, uh, Kimmich. He wasn't playing Martinez as a DM, though. Martinez played as a DM. Martinez played as a DM a few times. And also Thiago as well. Thiago played as a six. Really the guy at the DM that carried Thiago him. played as a six. So let's be honest. And these are these are better players than Fred and McTominay, if we're being honest. So the, yes, don't give me that. There's no I, way. The point, the point I'm trying to make is the point I'm trying to make is take for example when Man City had the issue of left back last season, no one saw Jao Cancelo. Bro, that's left back. Left I'm not back. talking. Bro, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the fact that Pep's team, the way Pep plays, the most important player in Pep's system is the DM. It if, is. If, if it wasn't if it wasn't the DM, I think Pep would win with this squad. Yes, because of the attacking power and the defensive power we have. Yes, hundred percent. But the fact that that's the most important thing, I'm not dissing Pep. It's not dissing Pep. The it's DM. just the way. Bro, stop, playing. Enough, stop playing, man. Pass. Stop playing, man. Stop playing. Like I know you like Pep. I know you like I'm Pep. I'm just saying. I'm, Pep I've never said I love Pep, but I'm, being, I'm just being honest, man. Pep, Pep doesn't win. Pep doesn't. He will find, but not with this current squad. That's my, that's my that point. current squad is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, sure. Good, good. <laughs> maybe Mac Tomine that is rotting. Man, I love Mac Tomine. I like Mac Tomine, but Mac Tomine can't be world class. The problem with Mac Tomine is if you actually watch him, he's a good enforcer. He's like supposed to be a replacement for Andre Herrera, right? But the problem with Mac Tomine, he ghosts in the game. There's always this period where he just he's like his his mind is not there. He just he just goes away well, mentally. And, mind- and and he has that he has that 10 15 minute period where He's, you know, he just hit a 40-yard pass, and you're like, okay, good. And then that period comes, and then he can't even pass a five-yard pass, or he's getting dribbled easily passed, that kind of stuff. Do you know where his mind is? His mind is probably wondering if he's going to play the next game. Oh Maybe if the God, guy plays up, three man. games. Think about it. Hey, bro, he was, bro, we played with Mark Fred. That's literally why they got the nickname, Mark Fred. We played with Mark Fred throughout last season, bro. He was a, he was a, he was a starter in the team. Mark, literally, Mark Tomine. Oh, wait. Did I say Mark Tomine? Sorry, sorry. That's not what I meant. I meant Don, Donny. That's what I meant. Oh, Donny. Oh, that's, yeah. another, that's a whole other different Donny's topic. Donny's what I meant. That's a whole other different topic, man. Donny's what I meant. I think, I, I think the problem with Donny is Ole didn't want Donny. 
um, Donny was an Ed Woodward signing, which is why he's not played. But obviously, every United fan you meet, man, we like Donny. We think Donny should be getting more game time. It's like I've never seen a player not get game time, but be loved by the fans like Donny is, man. United fans love him. But yeah, you, that's my conclusion with the Ole stuff, man. October, November determines our season and determines Ole's future. Anyway, that, that's all good, though. Anyways, we've totally run out of time. Up, um, but for myself, ID, and Dami, we're going to see you guys next time. Bye for now. Peace out, people. Peace. Man City is winning the quadruple. Oh, fuck Ooh, off. Baby. Bye. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs>